This is Comics Beer Sci-Fi coming at you from our Able Idea Studios in downtown Birmingham. Podcast number 10. Yeah. This is the Q filling in for Brad, who's out on binge eating somewhere. Uh, with me today is Mark. Asshole as usual. And Denver. Hello, hello. No Nick, no Rich, just us three. The important ones are here. That's all that matters. Core group. The core group. The core group. Uh, No offense to Brad. All right, Denver, what we got today? Okay, let's wrap up a little bit of uh, last week's podcast when we talked about the witches. Um, We actually uh, put out a Twitter poll and Margaret Hamilton was the winner of our Twitter uh, poll. That's Wicked Witch. Pretty. Exactly. And she also played too. a witch. Also, I just realized this week, she also played a witch in one of the Abbott and Costello movies, Coming Around the Mountain, where, where uh, Abbott, uh, Abbott and Costello have to uh, get a love potion from a witch down in the su- south, and she she has this love potion. They go to her, and when, when they refuse to pay her the money for, for the love potion, she creates this little voodoo doll out of clay of, I remember that. of, of oh, Costello and starts I poking it I with I never realized that was her. I that totally her. remember that. And then, wow. and then he goes, and when she go, walks out of the room to get something, he goes and makes yeah, one and of her. Yeah, messes with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they start poking each other, and it's hilarious. Oh, that is a good bit. one. I guess yeah. they were poking each other for a while there, huh? <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty. I'll, I'll poke you, my pretty. She got kind of cock out of me. She got, she got typecast as a as a, witch, a witch there. Yeah. I see. Yep. Okay, so we also uh, ranked our favorite witches. We, you know, Twitter. You can only trust those people so far. You got to go to the expert opinion. Exactly. Right? That's us. Um, so we uh, it kind of worked out that all of the witches fell into three different categories so I kind of broke them down broke them down by category so I did our top animated witches okay and there was evil the evil queen from snow white of course maleficent from sleeping beauty and uh, a little surprise uh in my opinion, surprise uh, result was Ursula from The Little Mermaid came in at number three. That's just co- okay. No comment. <laughs> well, who did who did you want? For no, that's fine. I animated witches. I my, my pick about. was was Hazel from um uh, from Bugs Bunny. Oh yeah, that was my pick. But I'm not upset at that. But just you know, it's and then we have our no, uh, no, that's fine. Our, our top three TV witches. We have Samantha from Bewitched, of course. She was actually, I think, number two vote getter overall behind uh, Margaret Hamilton. Okay. Um, Willow from Buffy the Vampire was number two. Who played that character? Alyssa Hannigan. Oh, Allison Hannigan. Allison Oh, the yeah. one from How, How I Met Your Mother. Yes, correct. Yes. And, and, and the, American the, Pie. The one that likes to stick the flute up her twat. Yes. Yes. The band one camp. One time girl. at band camp. Now that's some real magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. The, the, Play that funky music. <laughs> oh, that's funky. All right. Um, <laughs> we got uh, third on the list of TV witches. Uh, and this was kind of a cheat because we did the. The Hollowell sisters from Charmed, because we had a couple of different of the s- individual so, sisters. So yeah, I just put them all together. Merged them as one. I don't know. I mean, I know it's favorite. Okay, it's favorite, so that's fine. I think, yeah, that's fine. 
Yeah, this isn't best witches. I was say most powerful. Yeah, not the most powerful, not the sexiest, just our overall favorite. favorite. Yeah, that's fine. And then uh, our movie list, uh, number one was The Wicked Witch, of just course. like Twitter. Of course. And she was the overall pick of all of well, the She witches. established how witches should be played. Yep, she sure did. And then number two, Hermione from Harry Potter. And then the third was kind of another uh, cheat, cheat because we had a, a several of the different uh, witches from the craft. Uh, were, so were so we so we merged them together, and I, I kind of called them the Manon's uh, witches since I believe that's I would like to that's merge who they. Into them. <laughs> Comics, porn, and sci-fi. Yeah, we really need a lady on this show to kind of keep you guys out of the gutter here. I don't know. I don't think she's would, really going to help. If there was a girl here, I'd, my mind would be It would make it else. worse. Oh, I'd be in her Jesus. gutter. Oh, <laughs> you, oh, God. You wish, you wish. All right. You wish. We got a lot of news this week, so let's uh, let's jump right into that. Um, I think there's a little movie coming out that Q might have some interest in. What's that called again? Uh... <laughs> Batman v oh, Superman. Oh, that's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank well, you. actually, before that, Cloverfield. So I'm going to lose a lot of money this month. Yeah, Cloverfield, that's coming up. Uh, do you but... know how to sneak into a movie theater yet? You buy a ticket for one movie and then after I know how done. to do that. Stop encouraging little kids to sneak into movie theaters. No, no, we're not encouraging and we're just little telling. Little kids listen to this podcast? <laughs> yes horrible parents terrible parents they should be shocked the same kids look same kids that went to go see Deadpool. come on now yeah that's crazy <laughs> i heard about that that is just wrong just wrong okay we have um on the heels of the success of deadpool which is looking like it's going to be uh the number one movie for a third week in the row we have news of a Batman vs. Superman home video release that will be R-rated. Director's uh, cut. Yes, exactly. So my initial reaction was an R-rated Batman, I could see. That makes sense. But an R-rated Superman? Ooh, well, you got to remember, Batman's in it. So it just means Superman's going to bleed even more. I guess, I guess. Or, or yeah. Some, show some nudity of them stuffing, you know, Lois Lane and Catwoman. And yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. No. I think it's just going to be more explicit violence. More like blood. Said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little Superman bit more. Superman will gore. bleed a lot and more. Superman will say, fuck. Oh, he'd probably say that. Yeah, fuck. No, Batman, I could see saying that. Superman, he's too. Well, he might. You know what's going to happen? Guy. Superman's going to punch Batman, and then Batman's going to say, you just fucked up. And then <laughs> commits the bleeding. There you go. Or they're going to say, fuck you, Luthor. Oh, that might happen, too. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of F-bombs. <laughs> yeah, I, I severely doubt there are going to be any F-bombs, no nudity. I think it's just going to be more violence. It's going to be, yeah, gonna be. probably more language, more violence. Yeah. I can see that. I can see, like, it would be great to see Superman, like, take a human and squash his skull. I like don't know about a human, but maybe then like he a wouldn't be the perfect little boy scout. Well, maybe not just Superman. Maybe it'd be like Bizarro would kill somebody. You know, or, well, or, I could see Apocalypse. Is it Apocalypse? Who's uh, in the? Who's the villain? Dark Side. Doomsday? Doomsday. 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 Well, Dark Side might be in it too. So and the rest. Well, of they gang, they though. actually yeah they are speculating because of Batman. All right, well, we're gonna save Calibos. our speculation for a later podcast. We're gonna do a whole 
episode dedicated to Batman vs Superman. That's, I'm gonna make sure I'm here for that one. You guys want to tune in? For we that won't one. tell you where it's gonna be, Q. So you, you, you have all to you find Q us. haters out there, <laughs> tune in for that one. That's fucked up. All right, so another. Uh, That's a lot of them too. Another BVS news. Um, the there's been a, a report or rumor circulating that. Uh, ben Affleck during the shooting of uh, Batman vs Superman was not happy with the script, and so while in costume waiting for cameras to roll, he was rewriting the script. To me, this kind of sounds like damage control because there's been a lot of scuttlebutt that this movie hasn't been tracking well with test audiences, and so it's kind of like, okay, here's Ben Affleck, this Academy Award-winning writer that's also playing Batman. And he's swooping in to save the day and rewriting the script and trying to make it better. I don't know, Mark. What do you think? Well, I think it's always, you know, having people's different point of view sometimes helps. I mean, you know, somebody, you know, the the script could have been what it was. And then, you know, he could have came in and said, you know, I have a better line for this, you know. I'm a pretty witty kind of guy, you know. <laughs> you know? He's, he's a great writer and and yeah. director. I mean, look at his last three movies; yeah. were all great movies. Yeah, that he and directed. so I mean, so he they could have tried different takes on different lines and stuff like that. That's all it could have been. I mean, a script sometimes is just a blueprint, an outline, and sometimes they have to fill in the gaps to you know, with especially when it comes to dialogue, because not, not everyone is a Quentin Tarantino type writer who can come up with the real snappy lines and dialogue, you know. Yep, and, and characterizations, and I think Athlete just only helped helps in that matter. Uh, so, I, it's still going to be the greatest movie of all time. That's my opinion. I hope it's great. I hope it's really good. Yeah, and you I, have to realize when we're kind of making fun of Batman versus Superman, it's he not, used quotations. It's not because we want it to be bad. We we all want it to be great. I want it to be awesome. I want. I, they just want it to be bad because I want to hear. You, I want to hear that, that you like came in your pants watching it. You know, that's what well, I want. As soon hear. as the title yeah, comes across, he would do that if it was good or not. <laughs> if it was, why are we talking that? about? I'm so uncomfortable right now. We need <laughs> we need Brad here to <laughs> yell at him. <laughs> what, what what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm talking about excitement. Well, you can like just fighters. say it's better than sex. You don't have to right. get so graphic and detailed <laughs> so graphic. about it. Hey, I'm a graphic kind of guy. I'm crass, so just live with it. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Uh, back to more Batman yes. and Superman news. Justice League, it was announced, will start shooting in April. Yes. And director Zack Snyder released a photo of himself. And there's some interesting Costumes things in, in the, the background. Yes. Yeah. He did that on purpose. A lot of times they do that. They well, but here's the question Did you guys notice there was a picture on the ground in the background? Of Aquaman's wife, mm. and so that has there has been no talk of her being in the movie, mm-hmm. but that image is leading a lot of people to think that she will be appearing in. I'm the hearing like Amber Heard might be up for the role. Of she um, would be great. Yeah, you can't have Aquaman and not have his wife. His wife is an essential part of him. So, oh, well, probably probably is. She's the one that keeps. But I heard him- they the, the also looked like there was a. Uh, Robin or uh, Nightwing. Nightwing, yeah, Nightwing they were saying you paint. Yep. yep. Uh, I think I was watching Collider when the picture came out, and they were saying, "Well, if you, you know, paint it blue, it looks well, like Nightwing. That, if you paint that, it red, it looks like Batman Beyond." Well, when I read that script last year of the supposed Batman versus Superman that leaked online, Nightwing was in the movie in a flashback. Uh, well, I so. think they're going to flashback with that whole. 
joke the whole the robin, robin suit. suit yeah with the joker spray they paint. might yeah. flash well, back isn't, to isn't there a rumor that possibly Red the Hood. joker could be could have been robin the jared leto playing the joker could have <laughs> nah, been could have been heard, robin and i could, haven't heard that but I that would be interesting that. That'd be a hell of a twist, but I because I haven't I heard that they were gonna flash back to him killing Jason Todd. Okay, let's save again. Let's save the speculation for BBS podcast. Yep, yep, yep. So, but in other, there is other DC news. Another plug. We've got uh, uh, an all female line of DC action figures that are going to be coming to Target in March. So I think that'll be really interesting. Zoe, when you need her, girl. Yeah, power. exactly. <laughs> but what what I thought was interesting was the figures themselves were not, you know, overly sexualized like a oh, lot yeah, that's of a good the thing. typical action figures with you know really big boobs and you know tight buns and you know looking overly uh, sexualized. Fishnet um, stockings. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think this is going to be really good for a lot of girls, especially I have a I have a ten year old daughter. I know she she's going to love them. Um, And then our our last bit of DC news, um, Gotham returns tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, And Mr. Freeze, right? Is that the- Victor Freeze. Yes. It's coming. Promoting him in all of the Doesn't sound like he's got an accent. Chill, everybody. The Iceman cometh. (laughs) Adam and Evil. I mean, hey, you know what? I'm not going to lie. The casting was terrible, but that made for some great lies, man. It oh, was you're talking good. about Arnold? Heck yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. The casting was terrible. The movie was eye candy for kids. Well, here's the wacky thing. Wasn't Schwarzenegger top build in the yes, movie? Yes. When is the villain ever Jack the top? Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson got was top, top billing? billing. He got top billing. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so there was a precedent. That, was, that was a time when they wanted to get the biggest star to play the villain. Yep, and at the time, Arnold was the biggest action star. Superman. The top billing was Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Of course, because they they wanted they, they figured the villain was the over top over the top guy who's gonna have the best lines. He's got the best actor out there to get him, and then the superhero can be just some kind of yeah, none, ordinary, an unknown or an ordinary actor, an you know, actor yeah. of the you know meager talent. Well, the villain has to carry the movie. You want to see more of the villain at the time than the that's what people a lot hero. of people are paying for to see this. Yeah, you see the villain. The, well, villains, the villains are, are always... fun because you love to hate them. You know, yeah, they're more but entertaining usually. Because villain... I remember after the first Batman came out in '89, that summer the speculation was who's going to be in the next one. They were already talking about the sequel. They were they were they were, they were talking about Danny DeVito from the get go. Playing a penguin, they were talking about Cher to play Catwoman, Robin Williams to play the Riddler. You I know? remember the Robin Williams. Riddler. You know, that would have been interesting. Yeah. He all, he wanted to play the Riddler. Well, actually, they were. Uh, I guess he was originally supposed to play the Joker or something like that. But I don't know that that was just an idea or something. But then they, I'm glad they gave it to Jack. Oh, well, then yeah, that was brilliant Nicholson cast. was awesome. Brilliant yeah, casting right there. Great. I have my issues with that Burton movie, but. Nicholson wasn't one. I of think them, visually sure. it was great. I think I really yes. liked the visuals of it. It just the story wise, it was kind of. But okay, I, so we got a bunch of Marvel news now. We're gonna uh, plow through this. Uh, nothing earth shattering. One, one more news, just in case DC nobody, related. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Just in case nobody's seen it, uh, the Flash this week. Zoom has been revealed as Hunter Zolomon, aka Jay Garrick. Okay, you're supposed to do spoiler alert. Okay, I'm so, well, if you ain't seen it by now. I haven't seen it. I'm behind. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah, My bad. Yeah, yeah. I kind of actually read 
that that was yeah. probably the case, case. But well, you know, I heard it was who his was dad. the guy in the cage. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I thought it was probably another version of Jay Garrick. Like that's what now I, I did hear or read that maybe Hunter Zolomon was born twins at birth and got separated. So one is Jay Garrick ruling, and one is Are Hunter we ruling Zolomon. out the fact that there could be? What about an Earth three? Well, we're not ruling that and out. Four and five. And yeah, so, so but what, how did Zoom... What if they brought in multiple, multiple characters well, into one Earth? I think that's most too parallel much for right now. Most parallel universe theories are that it's an infinite you know, right. parallels, not just one or... You know. Yeah, but I think that's so a little bit too much for think, this season. We're not season. thinking outside the box that there could be more Jerry Carricks running around or, or Barry Well, Allen's. it depends how, how many years the show gets renewed for. <laughs> well, yeah, add then we'll add universes. Earth after Earth after Earth. <laughs> But I think every villain could be Barry Allen, but a different, a different, a different, different Barry <laughs> Allen. This one is Harry Allen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jerry, I just want to Jerry point that out. Gary. Yeah. And then Arrow. If you watch Legend, did you watch Legends of Tomorrow no, this week? I'm totally behind on all the. Okay. The, well, I, I, I'm spoiling this CW one too. Right. Spoiler alert! If you didn't see it, Arrow Legends of Tomorrow Green Arrow came out with his beard and his missing arm. From the Dark Knight Returns. So this was the future future Green, Green, Arrow. Green Arrow in 2046. Made an appearance on yes, Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. Of Tomorrow. I haven't watched oh, Legends okay. of Tomorrow because I forgot the DVR of the first episode and I can't find it on, on demand. Oh, you just missed. They had them all on the CW website. They just took them off oh, like two days ago. Go to the website, damn it. So that and then the Flash, uh, Flash Arrow was really good. They finally stopped Damian Dark, but of course, spoiler alert again. Um, Malcolm Merlin is going to have some way to get him out of jail or whatever. But it was Vixen made an appearance, okay. her first live-action appearance, the same girl that played her voice on the cartoon. All right, now listen, I'm a few episodes behind on Supergirl, so do not do not spoil that one for me, okay? I'm only to Bizarro Supergirl, so I'm like three oh. behind. Okay, spoiler alert. Also, no. Did they have Supergirl, Super Supergirl is really- episode yet? Well, actually, Supergirl is really picking up. I mean, it's still, like you guys said, it's more towards children, but it's really getting there. I, I do it's enjoy the show. It's not great, but it's very good. It's very entertaining. Supergirl is awesome on the show, so I watch it for her primarily. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> That doesn't sound like right at all, but... um. And that's right. My son, is his mind is totally blown when... I told them that Supergirl's boss is uh. Han Solo's wife. <laughs> he totally was like, what the hell? What are you talking about? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. It's, uh, you're saying um, uh, Carrie Fisher's on the show? No, 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 no his real life his wife. His real life wife. Oh, okay. From Allie McBeal, oh, okay. Calista Flockhart. Okay, because I don't watch the show. She's so. still looking anorexic. It's like she didn't she, eat no, since she Allie McBeal. You know, Allie McBeal, she looked fine, and then after that, she kind of... I don't know. I thought she looked pretty bony on Allie McBeal, yeah, too. Yeah. Maybe they covered her up enough, because I didn't think she looked that thin on that show. It's I think Harrison, Well, maybe it was all the singing in the it was, bathroom. It was after the show, I think, when I noticed she was like, she getting got really bad. Well, I think a Harrison Ford weighs her every morning, you know. Keeps Probably. Her a, keeps her on a tight leash. I don't know. Really? That's a okay. really small leash. like skeleton sex. Okay, here we go. Marvel. <laughs> let's get back to Marvel. All right, let's go to this lesser being. I mean, okay. Marvel. We've got uh, Iron Fist has been cast for yes. the Netflix show. His name is Finn Jones, and mm-hmm. he has appeared on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some, 
I guess you could say some disgruntled uh, uh, internet followers, but you know, I think most of the people on uh, on the internet are disgruntled. They were uh, Tell they me were about it. they were kind of jockeying for a an Asian Iron Fist, which I thought would have been interesting, even though that's not the character in the books. It would have you know kind of diversified things a little bit. And it is isn't Iron I mean, Fist. Isn't his martial arts of yeah, Asian that's true. origins? Yes, that is true. So I mean, it would make sense, you know. So they're gonna they're gonna have Luke Cage with him on this show, or I'm sure, like all the other Netflix in the, in shows, because there was yeah. a comic book line of Iron Fist and Power Man. Oh yeah, that's how yeah I, they were heroes for hire. That's how I first you know was became familiar with the character mm-hmm. was heroes with their hire. book, their team up book. So um, no word yet on when that's gonna hit Netflix, but uh, everyone's waiting for Daredevil season two, and we've got the they released the first trailer with Elektra. Mm-hmm. Um, this Looking one was. Good. Yeah, yeah. And it I, wasn't Jennifer Garner, thank God. When I like the fact that they had her more plain clothes, mm-hmm. she still looked kind of, you know, ninja-esque. Right. But it wasn't, uh, you know, some kind of overly sexualized, was, yeah. you know. Well, I don't know. I I, I kind of enjoyed the movie, so I don't know. Well, I didn't think the movie was bad. I just didn't think it was great. No. You know? From a younger generation, I said kind of enjoy. You guys were just. I said kind of enjoy. And that's all you. Think Which means I didn't say it was great. Mm. I said kind of fucking enjoyed. Okay, well, because I yeah, I channeled my inner Brad on that one. Yeah, because I think Electra was created by Frank Miller, correct? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and he had a much more hard edge mm-hmm. version of Daredevil. So I think it's. Yep. This Elektra will be more in keeping with the Frank Miller version because yep. the first season was nice and gritty, gritty and, so. and ultraviolent. So, okay, we've got uh, uh, a little Infinity War info. The Russo brothers, who are directing, um, corrected a, an online report that there was going to be sixty-seven Marvel superheroes in the movie. There's actually no going to be. There's actually going to be 68. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So is that the, my question to you guys? Is is that too many? I mean, obviously this is going to be spread out over probably it's going to be what five hours. Thirty-four, thirty-four in one have? film, thirty-four in part two. The thirty-four that's going to be they, in part one going to die. Be bringing in the TV characters, is Daredevil going to show up? Well, if they're bra- if there's got sixty-eight characters, I'm assuming they've got to bring in the Agents but of you, Shield. They got to bring in well, there's the no Defenders. Well, those but are you got to but you got to remember, they still haven't done Inhumans. That's at least but that's 10, gonna be, 15, that's gonna be 20 phase, right that's gonna there. Be phase four, I think. No, that's be coming out before no, Avengers, not, isn't no, it? No, yes, not, not, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's coming out after Infinity Wars. All right, we'll check the uh, we'll check the record. Yeah, on that I'm one. thinking that's coming out before, but then you still got the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's like six people right there. Volume two, yep. Then that's you five. got unless they unless in the next movie they add a few characters like Nova. They are gonna. I, I, yeah, I, I heard reports that they are adding uh, in Nova. Adam Warlock. Maybe Nova um, might be in that. That's six. Um, Black Panther. Black, well, of course. Um, but I I hope they at least have Matt Murdock. They've the got to have the defenders. I, I mean, They've I wish to. you know they don't necessarily have to bring him in as the Daredevil, but I want to see Matt Murdock show up in one of these movies, like just as an attorney or something. Well, who you knows? Know? That, that would be like cool. Like you said, they might. I'd like thinking... to see them merge those to television. 
Some people don't want to, but I want to. I think it's just I'm thinking only good. at the end of the day, Punisher's going to make an appearance. Deadpool, I mean, not Deadpool, but Spider-Man's going to be in there. You of forget. Course. And if they struck a deal with Spider-Man, they probably can strike a deal to get Carnage and Venom and all them other characters in Those there, Those are too. heroes, though. Are they no, about, well, these are characters. No, characters. 68 Marvel you think characters. About okay, right. all right, 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 right. Yeah, Okay, he was saying, he, I thought you were well, talking about Well, most heroes. people... Okay, I'm, cause I'm cause telling I'm, you, I'm, they're I'm, not going to be just here. I'm telling you, they're going to combine these villains and these heroes together to stop Thanos. That's the only way it's going to happen. Well, you're going to have what? What? Because they don't. What villain, you know, you what can't villains have, are you going to have in there? You're going to have Loki. You're going to, you know. Well, no, you got okay. You got to think Iron about this. Man's Mandarin going to show up. You think, or Ooh, what about the leader? The real man. I want to see the leader. Hulk, Hulk's villain. They don't. They, they can't do. I don't think the they're going to introduce they, new. What do you mean they can't do the? They can't do the only raid. The only they, Universal owns the rights to the Hulk. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. They own the rights to the Hulk movie, but but the Hulk character Marvel's no, still using it. They well, why, why do you think use, he's in the Avengers? They can use the. I don't know how it's set up to where they can use the Hulk. Well, they. But they, I don't think they, they can use the, everybody they else. Had, yes, they, they, yes, they could because he was in the the Hulk movie with Edward Norton. Well, it doesn't matter. They're, they're not going to introduce no, a new no, villain in not, the Infinity Gauntlet if he's not introduced but by I that point. I want to see him in in that Marvel universe. The the leader is an important villain. They need to bring him in there. He's a C lister at best. He's a great villain, a big green head. Okay, well, speaking of villains, we got the first official photo of Crossbones from Civil with War. The, with a mask on. Yes. yes. What do you guys? What did, what did you guys think of that? Well, Frank Grillo's a cool actor. You know, he could have played the Punisher. You know, he would have been a great Punisher. I mean, he was like great the Punisher, Punisher in the Purge too. You know. Yes. So I can't wait to see what how that character develops. I'm actually uh, more excited than I let on about Civil War. I'm really. I want to see it. I'm still a little upset, but that's not. Well, there's not. There's nothing I can do about the so fact that they can't do it the DC way that they fan do it. D- No, don't give me that bullshit. You're a DC there's, fan boy. I'm I, a fan I can't boy get sides. upset about the way the fact that they can't do it how they did it in the comic book. To me, the story in the comic book was still a much better story than the way they the, doing this, it in the movie. One percent of the movie going audiences are. Comic if you book say readers. that shit one more time, I don't care. I okay, don't care. You don't care. Okay, okay. I don't care. You guys are just rehashing old news. We'll save the Civil War talk for that podcast that we're going to do. Thanks for stopping, Q. That's, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to s- s- change gears slightly. Um, we're going to talk about Star Trek Horizon, which was supposed to have its premiere um, this week, but because of... Crappy that, Michigan fucking weather. Exactly. Thank you, Brad. That was, that was very Brad-esque of you. It thank got, you. Thank got, you. We got postponed. Yes, but they did release the movie online as uh, as, as, ex- as scheduled, and it's uh, it's an hour forty two minutes. Go on YouTube; it's a feature length movie. It's it's entirely free. Just Google Star Trek Horizon full movie. It pops right up, and you can take a look at it. They did a great job with the costumes and the special effects. I haven't actually seen it yet, but I do recommend people check it out, especially if you're. A diehard uh, Star Trek fan. Okay, in other news, uh, there was an interesting uh, uh, list put out of the, over the last 50 years, the top read books of all time. Uh, Of course, the Bible is number one. It's always number one on those lists. Um, What I thought was interesting was the Harry Potter series came in at number three. Really? 
right behind or right in front of Lord of the Rings series. That was number four, obviously. Um, and the other one, I almost hesitate to bring it up, but Twilight, the Twilight series what? was number you seven. Have brought what that was number up. two? Uh, the number two book was, uh, I'm drawing a blank, but it was, you know. The Joy of Sex? <laughs> no, it was. Uh, sex for Dummies? Yeah, I forget what it was, but it was, had no relevance to the, to the show. Um, but I just thought. Harry Potter was three. Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings was four. Yep. And why was. And, and good old Twilight. Sparkly fucking gay ass hey, vampires. At least uh, Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> didn't make the list. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Black might have been on there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. This okay. goes to show there's a lot of tweens out there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. I like to read. Time? All right, so we got, uh, we got a couple more quick things I wanted to go over uh, in the news. The one personally that I am most excited about is Pacific Rim 2 was announced yes. with Stephen S. DeKnight as the director. He, I first knew of him from the great Spartacus show on Stars. Spartacus. He was kind of the Spartacus, creator and showrunner of that, and I thought that was an awesome show. And that probably was the greatest he show. He did the first season of Daredevil on Netflix, which oh was goodness. another great show. So. If based on those two properties, yeah, movies are totally different. This Pacific Rim two could be pretty awesome, and Guillermo del Toro is still on board, obviously as the creator and the producer. So, well, what I heard was he was involved in this writers' room they came up with last year to do a, the reboot, the Transformers series, uh, and then eventually, I guess Michael Bay came back and they just threw all that out, but. Apparently he had some. Apparently he had some ideas for the Transformers movies that I guess now he could be possibly incorporating into Pacific Rim, being uh, being giant fighting, robot fighting robots. Fighting yeah, robots. That'd stuff. be great. So hopefully there's some good stuff there. Well, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Transformers because that was the other item on the list. Um, it was announced this week that Transformers Five, right, is uh, coming back to Detroit to shoot. Um, they shot, I think, all the other movies here except for one. I don't think two was two here. Two was here. No, two one. Not okay, no, so two, two, two wasn't, wasn't here. here. It wasn't. All here. the other ones no, were two so, here. Two. So the first one, the was first one, the third one, and, and the fourth. Fourth one. one. Okay. Well, okay. So because the fight scene when they were supposedly in Beijing, they were really downtown. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah we saw the set there. You saw the yeah. You saw the people mover. So we'll if try you live to... in Detroit and don't know what the people mover look like yeah, on the movie if you screen, go by the you're a fucking idiot. Like it was Asian, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So needless to say, we will try to get you some uh, some set photos and behind the scenes uh, pics and videos we'll do our best. and all that stuff. Okay, and but then our best might not be good enough. Lastly, in the news, there was a. Uh, but I would call it a, an interesting fan theory about Indiana Jones. Did you guys hear anything about this yes, one? Yes, about how he survived the nuclear blast inside the refrigerator. I seen it, but I didn't read it. When he drank it? the cup of Christ, he ended up having you know re, you know everlasting life. So that possibly could have protected him from the nuclear oh, well, radiation from that blast. That now, makes sense. Now let's talk about chronology. When did he? When did the Last Crusades take place? Do you remember? The that was during World War II, correct? No, it was right. after. It was before World War II because um, 
because it was like during like when the Nazis were rising up in the thirties. Okay, 30s. so Hitler was in power, but I'm it was before to think, though, the war. I think, was it before Raiders of the Lost Ark? Um, but he did mention that when they were in that crypt, and, she, and, the, and the girl goes, "What is that? That that drawing on the wall?" He goes, "It's the Ark of the Covenant." He goes, "Are you, are you sure?" And he goes, "Pretty sure." So I'm trying to remember if that was kind of a joke because because he already because he actually. Dealt, right, he had seen he, it, he, he's yeah. seen the arc. He felt the arc before, or if he just knew it from like from the book. I couldn't remember what the timeline well, was. Crea- what's the chronology? The chronology of the first three movies. Well, the first Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom was before Raiders of the Lost. Okay, Star. right, right. Okay, because that was like thirty four, and then 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 jo- and then Raiders was thirty six. Okay, and then I can't remember what the Last Crusade was. But it was around that time. Well, okay? I'm just wondering. It's in the 30s. I'm just wondering how much, if this theory is correct. It's in the 30s. It's it, it was in like sometime in the late 30s. Yeah, but when he drank from the cup in the in the late 30s, 30s sometimes. But did that help him in any of the other movies? Obviously, it didn't help him in Temple of Doom. No, no, no. I well. So did it help him in Raiders? I guess that's the real question. Well. Well, he he lived. I mean, if this theory is to be believed, so that means he he can't be killed then. Well, because remember, well, no, because in the when they when the Ark of the Covenant was open, they, they closed, closed their, their eyes, eyes, so that's what protected them. It wasn't. Yes, yes. but here here was an interesting theory for me though, or an idea though was okay if he had the, the special power and then he was like involved in World War II as a spy. Could you imagine the the stories they could have having him be like invincible? Fighting, you know, against the Nazis in World War II. I see a whole new line of fan fiction popping up. Popping up, up. yeah. <laughs> He'd be like Captain America. Yes. What yes, but you? afraid of snakes. He'd be Captain Jones. Yes, but afraid of snakes. No, I liked, I liked uh, what did you say, Dr. America? Dr. That's, America. That's Dr. America, that's yeah. Okay, so we had a, uh, a couple of new trailers. We talked about the, the Daredevil trailer with Elektra. Um, we had a, a couple more television trailers. We had a new Bates Motel trailer, which looks full-on psycho. Um, I know you guys, Q, Mark, I know you guys don't watch the show. I've watched it from the beginning. Uh, the first season wasn't great. It actually felt more like Twin Peaks than Psycho, where it was you know, the Pacific Northwest, and there was drug dealing and all these shady characters. And murder. Yeah, well... That, that, it's that, always murder. There's all, always exactly, murder. Exactly. Whenever you think of murder in the Pacific Northwest, you think of Twin Peaks. That, that's, that is true. Is that is true. I don't know if that's a good thing. But uh, <laughs> but in each subsequent season, it has become more and more like the original Psycho. And in fact, in in the new trailer that they released this week, they started out black and white, and they have kind of the... You know, uh, yeah, the vintage uh, feel trying, to the music. Trying. Well, are they on a, like are they on a schedule of like how many like they plan on only going a certain amount of seasons? Yes, they do. Like Lost, because this is one of the same producers from Lost, okay. Carlton Cuse. He 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 mapped out X amount of years. I don't I don't recall off the top of my head how many seasons they so want to the do. Season's going to lead up to the whole. Uh, Janet Lee character showing up to the place, probably. Yes, and so I'm wondering if they're going to incorporate elements from the movie Psycho because that's where he gets caught. So mm-hmm. that would kind of complete the story, the story of Norman Bates, so to speak. Um, or if they're just going to kind of oh, no, cliffhanger. Cool if the it. last season was pretty much like 
like the whole movie of Psycho, but it lasted the whole season. Yeah, right. An in depth version, version of, of the movie. Psycho. Yeah, that would be nice. where they're trying to like they're in the whole like she shows up, he kills her like in the first one or two episodes. Yep. Then the whole investigation and finding her yes. lasts the whole season. Which would technically make it the third remake of Psycho, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, uh, A&E also released uh, a trailer to Damien, which is going really to run ex- right after Bates Motel, so it'll be a twofer. And this one is interesting because Bates Motel was really a remake and a sequel to the original Psycho, Whereas Damien is going to be a direct sequel to the original Omen movie. In fact, in the trailer, they show clips from the movie. Mm. It's almost a sequel reboot because if you remember in the the Omen series, there was an actual uh, second movie where he was a teenager and then a third movie where he was an adult. Trying to run with for president. Sam Neill, correct? Sam Neill, yes. Mr. Jurassic Park, yes. Yeah, he was he was r- going to be running for president or something yep. like that. I yep. just remember the Final Conflict was the name of the movie. Yes. So, so this. So you're so, right. It so is a, a sequel, sequel re- reboot. reboot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and it looks good. It's produced by Glenn Mazzara, who was uh, one of the producers for The Walking Dead. I forget which season. Maybe it was season two. He took over from Frank Darabont. Then he subsequently left. So. It's got some good pedigree to it, so we'll check it out. The last trailer, uh, this is for a movie, is the Peach Dragon reboot. Did you guys ever see the original Peach yes, Dragon? This looks like a yeah. totally different movie. I mean, from the trailer, it, the kid kind of looks like the the kid from the Jungle Book. Yeah, this running feral, around, mm-hmm. kind of wild child. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then it just seems like it's much darker too. Well, I loved the original Peach Dragon as a kid. Well, it's with, a musical. And yeah, and it cartoon. was a lot of fun. Was, yeah, it was. And the and the actors in the movie were, were this look like this look like the people running to the jungle and Peach Dragon is like about to like blow burn the I hell out of the whole forest. It looks like the dragons from Think Game of Thrones. It totally it does. does. <laughs> yeah, they're go, they're definitely going with the more serious, you know, intense. Realistic version of Peach Dragon. Oh, they also got Robert Redford. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and what's her name? What's the uh, the Howard? Uh, Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it looks it looks good. It looks totally different from the original, but it it does look good. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I mean, it's gonna be different, especially Robert really Redford. You know, different. but Robert, yeah, you can't go wrong. He brings class to everything he's in. I mean, I was. I, I give him a lot of credit for for making the wise decision of being in Captain America: Winter Soldier. He was great. You know, yeah, I would really never good. expect someone like him to be in a movie like well, that. And then, and I especially mean, as the villain, that was a good twist yeah. because he's such a kind of heroic really kind of person. You know, well, he's Robert guy. Redford, dude. Yeah, yeah he, you look yeah. at him, and you just see like the American flag and fireworks exactly. standing behind him. I mean, know? he could have played Captain America if they would have, you know, back in the right like, if 60s they did it. Yes, yeah, totally. So. Okay, so we've got, uh, I guess you could call this news. <laughs> there was uh, this week they did the Razzie Awards, which are for the worst movies of the year. They coincided with the Academy Awards, Awards, which are tonight. Um, of particular note to, to our show, the Fantastic Four actually tied as the worst movie of the year, according to the Razzies, uh, that tied with Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, I still had Fifty Shades of Grey was t- 
tied with Fantastic Four for the worst movie of the year. I, I still haven't know. seen it. Would you guys consider it the worst movie of the year? You're, you're saying Fifty Shades of Grey. Fantastic Four. You haven't seen it? I you haven't seen you Fantastic haven't seen Four? It just like, I heard just like someone driving by like a, a car accident I heard accident it was so <laughs> bad that I was like... Have you ever seen... Um... Yeah, it was it was just it was poor, poorly done. See, I, script, it was I poorly the done. Was the script was the actors I were great. They were great at acting out a terrible script. You can't blame I, them. Yeah, the cast is awesome. The script. I think sure. the script was was horrible. But I'm also hearing that the, the studio came in and messed with a lot of what was going on with the director. Well, it also won a couple other awards, if you want to call it that. Um, worst director for Josh Trank, uh, who actually did Chronicle. Which I loved, and which is well, why Chronicle I was, was so great. excited about this movie. Chronicle and was now great. He's going to be called like the one-hit wonder, you know? Yes. Because yeah, I think the, he totally soft, ruined the his... sophomore attempt uh, for a director is very important. They can can't make or break. They it, can't you know. screw up that yeah, second time, even though you know. And it, you know, I can't. I don't know if it's all his fault though. I'm hearing a lot. I, of, I, a lot I of can't meddling say with it was Fox. all his fault. It was a lot of meddling with Fox. I was told, and uh, and again, the script. Was kind of crap, which I'm surprised by. Simon Kinberg had something to do with that, you know. I mean, I, yeah, he oversees he, all the X Men movies. Well, he, yeah, he, well, he they also have other people working on it too, like Brian Singer is, you know, and then the Mike Doherty and um, forgot the other kid's name, but uh, they all work together on these projects. And sometimes people work together really work together really good and come up with magic and. Sometimes when they go off on their own, they just can't come up with anything good. Yep. I think with the Fantastic Four, everyone knows their origin story. They just they need to stop doing these origin storylines with the Fantastic Four. Well, speaking Four. of that, it also won the worst remake. So I don't know. I think the originals weren't great, but they were at least entertaining. So I guess it would be. That's a stretch. Well, what what did you did you like this new version better than the original two? <sighs> I think they were too young. I think the characters were too young in this new version. So it was, it, it was like, yeah, it was kind of like they took them back to high school. So was it the concept that was flawed with Fantastic so. Four? Or just no matter what you could have done with that concept, so. it wouldn't have been good, you guys think? I think I mean, so. It was, yeah, I might have to agree with they that. They spent too much time on how, how, it all, how it all happened. I think that could be done by in flashbacks. That could have been done, like you said, in the first 10 minutes. A flashback or, or, or even in the first Yeah, just condense it down. Something or yeah, in a montage. In a montage, they and don't then, need to spend all that time on how what how how they got their powers. And then to me, the worst part of Fantastic Four, from the first two to this one, why do they always have to give Doctor Doom powers? Why do they always try to give him powers? Doctor Doom does not have powers. He does it. Just make him evil, right? He's just an evil guy with the super smart with and they, and they, a lot of technology. And they try to get him involved with like how they got their powers. He yeah, got his it, powers just the same, same way. Same way they got their powers. Yeah, and so that's they, not how it happened. So they repeated the mistakes from the original, original movie. Yes, because they want to give that Doom was the powers. biggest that was uh, the biggest complaint about the originals was Doom. Doom had powers. Yeah. Doom does not have powers. Okay, so just one other thing about the Razzies. Um Eddie Redmayne uh, from Jupiter <laughs> Ascending won Worst Supporting Actor. Another movie I haven't seen. I so. would I have seen to it. agree with you on that one. 
I would like to thank all my fellow actors for this award and the writers of this piece of shit movie, the Wachowski siblings. Yeah, not brothers anymore. Gabby. Not brother. Yeah. Yeah, and they love to Terrible. give Academy Award nominated actors Razzies because he's up for uh, the Danish girl. The Danish girl. Yeah, and he won. won last year for the Theory of Everything. Yes, as Stephen Hawking. So anytime they can give a little uh, dig at these, you know, the put, put put them back in their place. You well, know, when that's they what happened to Holly Berry. She won for uh, what was the name? Monster Ball. Ball. And then the next year, she won the Razzie for Catwoman. Catwoman. Yes, exactly. Wish Catwoman wasn't her fault either. That was the script. I still That's haven't seen that. Possible. I refuse Dude, to. I, 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 I How do you have I a Catwoman and she's not in I Gotham and you have the, no Gotham villains? I blame the, like, like not the script for like 80% of a film's failure, in my opinion. I, I mean, you have, the whole premise of the movie had nothing to do with it. The only thing they kind of got right was her origin. But you have a Catwoman that's not based in Gotham. They have no mention of Batman, no mention of Batman villains. That's not Catwoman. They probably didn't have the rights for it, did they? It was made by Warner Brothers. No, they had the rights. They probably didn't want to spend the money for all that extra crap. How hard is it to say or look in the sky and have a freaking light (laughs) with the bat signal? How hard is that? I can't explain it. I can't explain. How hard is that? I I can get a flashlight and fucking do that. I didn't see that movie because I was like. Yeah, I refused. I refused. Okay. On to movies that have actually come out. Recently, as in this oh, week, okay, uh, we have one uh, Netflix movie uh, that came out, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Not it's part out? two. It's called Sword of Destiny. It's out? I haven't it seen it It came yet. out. It, re- it was released on Friday. Oh, I have to watch that. And now here's the problem. As soon as I heard that it was being released via Netflix, I thought, uh-oh, that can't be good. Because if it was really good, it would get a full theatrical release. I know they are putting it out in a couple IMAX screens, but that's more of a gimmick to say that it had a theatrical release. I think that's just because it they how long how long ago was the old Crouching Tiger out? Two thousand. It was earlier than that, like ninety eight, wasn't it? It was two thousand. It was two thousand? Yes. It was two thousand and the the real problem sixteen years ago. That's a long time. The real problem is Michelle Yeoh, as far as I know, is the only character from the original movie that's in the sequel. So it's more of a spin off really than a sequel. Yeah. Well, then we we talked about this last time. She her and the girl were really the only two that survived. That's true. Charlie Young Fat died. And then the 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 witch, or whoever the, the other Jade one, Fox, the Jade Fox, she died. So who else you gonna have in the movie? Because then, uh, no, they, technically they brought her back. No, you. I'm sorry. Technically, the girl died. The the girl died. She jumped off the cliff at the end. Oh, okay. Jade Fox lived. It's been so long since I've seen it. Okay, we've got a couple other movies that came out in the theaters. And I know Q. I know you saw Gods of Egypt. Whitewash. Well, that. that oh no, I'm sorry. That's really what this movie is known for more than anything is the kind of the controversy of having English actors it. play yeah. Egyptians. It was. The action was decent. Was pretty good. Um, the story was your typical guy helping out striking a deal to get his love interest back you know um what about uh, gerard butler 
Well, he's excellent. He was awesome. He was awesome. He's Gerard he's com- Butler. He's coming back next week, and what is it? London has fallen yeah. next week. Oh, so I'm he's got he's got back to back movies. Yeah, I'll be back at the show. But um, Gerard Butler was good. Little known fact: Captain Barbosa plays Ra, the Sun God. Oh, okay. he plays the father of all the gods, Ra. Um. But uh, Gerard Butler was good. You mean the actor who won the Academy Award for the movie Shine about the autistic uh, piano player? Correct. That yes. guy, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush. Um, One of the whitest dudes out there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Casanova Frankenstein. Yes, yeah. Oh, he was Casanova. In one of the best superhero movies ever, man. Mystery Man. Yeah. That's a movie that needs a sequel. We'll talk about that in another time. Okay. Um, I liked it. I give it about a seven out of ten. Now is this Maybe a six point eight? See it on the big screen type movie, or wait for cable or home video. See it on the big screen at a matinee. Okay, see it cheap. Then. See, it, see cheap. it cheap. All right, see and, it cheap. And Mark, I know you saw Triple Nine, correct? Yes, I saw Triple. Nine. And that's loaded with all kinds of. It might not be a, a geeky movie necessarily, but it's loaded with lots of uh, lot, our favorite a lot of actors. Good actors. A yeah. lot of good actors. You know, you have Chiatel Ejiofor, Anthony Mackie. Uh, Norman Reedus, Aaron Paul, uh, Woody Harrelson, Casey Affleck, um, K- Clifton Collins Jr. Um, and it's, it's and what about Kate Winslet? How Kate Winslet, she, 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 yeah, she, she was she was pretty good in this movie. She plays this R- Russian mob wife whose husband has been was locked away in jail in Russia by Putin, and she's trying to get him out by uh, having these criminals. Uh, break into these uh, bank suppository box to steal all this information to help get him out. So of that's jail. the general premise of the movie. Yes, and she's holding stuff over a couple of one of the guy's heads. Uh, he uh, he's he's like in debt to her, and he and his sister had had a this lady, Kate Winslet's sister had a baby with this criminal, and so she's kind of holding the the, the kid, uh, keeping him away from the father, and he wants the kid back. And so she's kind of holding this stuff over his head and stuff, and so with all that great cast, it was. Just, I thought it was a it, stupid story. Oh, I thought the whole <laughs> that plot that was coming. I thought the plot was kind of a little confusing, but but stupid. Uh, he, he might be one of the hardest people to impress. Well, it's it's only gotten about fifty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, and. Uh, Gods of Egypt, I think, is at a lowly fourteen percent. So, but I got neither say, are doing well the, at the box office. Like, the standouts I thought in this movie, the interesting characters, was the Casey Affleck character, who was sort of a rookie cop who they were trying to set up. Because uh, triple nine means man down, uh, and, and, and they were going to be doing a heist where they're going to have end up having to kill a cop, shoot okay. a cop to get the cops distracted to go to this. Because all the cops converge when there's a man down, they go right to that location oh, okay. and they're going to use that as a distraction to do this second heist that the Russian mob lady wanted these guys to do. Right. Um she was sort of like the Kaiser Soze, you know, like usual suspects holding stuff over the guys heads to get them to do a job. So, um 
Uh, so, well, let me ask you. There was one other new movie that came out this week. Eddie the Eagle. Did you have a chance to oh, see yeah, that one? That was a good one. Now that stars That's... Hugh Jackman, obviously Mr. Wolverine, Wolverine and Taron Egerton. Is that his name? Yes, of the Who, Kingsman. Yes, he was the the young star of the Kingsman. Exeon, and he King... plays Eddie the Eagle. Correct. Eddie, Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Yes, it's a very uplifting movie. What's the the basic story for people who aren't he, familiar? He is a uh, English fellow who uh, has had always had dreams of of being an olympic athlete he tried to do different things to you know to be you know oh, different sports different the... sports but then he found out re- realized you know skiing was his sport and then goes to germany to train and ends up meeting um a huge Jackman. but everyone thinks he's a joke because he's, he's this clumsy you know you know uncoordinated uh you know english fella you know and he ends up uh training for a while on these slopes in germany and and hugh jackman kind of slowly mentors him. mentors them and and uh they become a really good friends and and then he starts coaching them and then fi- finally qualifies for the olympics and then very cool and very then cool. while he's at the olympics he becomes a in 1988 olympics he becomes like a big sensation uh, even though he just qualifies he, he he can't compete with anyone else everyone else is like jumping for a lot further than him and everything but he's such an interesting character he's you know everyone falls in love with him and then all, all of a sudden the media is just just hovering around him uh and get all the attention is on him well i They're- thought what was interesting about that concept was that uh, the idea of winning is really subjective you can win without winning the gold. Exactly. You can do a personal best or exactly. you can, you know, uh, right. so there's different criteria, which I think is a great message. You know, mm-hmm. you can only have one winner. That doesn't mean everybody else are losers necessarily. It's like the old saying, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. It's how you play the game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so, that's, play the win. so that's it for the new movies. Uh, I wanted to talk briefly. We've got just a couple minutes left. Tonight are the Academy Awards, and mm-hmm. uh, I know there's some controversy because of the hashtag Oscar So White. It's been going on for years. Yeah, it's nothing new, but I think finally this is the year where people, it's kind of really come to a head, if you will. They say that all the time. Um, well, let me ask you, Q, are you going to be watching tonight? I probably won't be watching tonight. I'll probably DVR it. I might catch it. I might watch it. Later. See, I want to just see it just for Chris Rock's opening monologue alone. I think that's going to be worth Actually, well, that, that, he, Didn't they say he went back and changed it? Oh, he totally rewrote it. He yeah. totally rewrote it, but I don't know. So if you he know he's going to be ripping well, on people. Well, you know, that's the one reason, main reason why I watch the Oscars is to the see, see the host, what he's going to say. Who cares about who say, wins? You know, I mean... Whoever wins or loses it doesn't really matter to me. It's it's the fact that they were nominated in the first place is the is the award itself, in my opinion. Okay, yeah, so so it. I just like to go see it for for the for the humor, the comedy, and the entertainment. Yeah, I think about it too. I mean, half of these actors, just having the word Oscar nominated actor such and such such and such is a huge pay raise. For half of these actors right now, period. Well, we talked about Holly Berry. It, yeah. it, it took her from a low-budget independent movie, Monsters Ball, to the big-budget big Catwoman, even though that was a bomb. Right. She but. won for that award. He's talking about just, just to get nominated. Even if you get oh, well, nominated. That helps. Yeah. yeah, even, even being nominated. Too. Just to be nominated for me is, is, is good enough for these people, you know? Yeah, it well, means it's a pay rate. Well, speaking of I nominations, don't care what they get paid. I just say it's it's just a recognition of being nominated. Okay, good, then good enough. Okay, then we go back to the same problem. Then how come? Never mind. There's two 
two sci-fi movies that are have been nominated this year for best picture. Uh, I know we've talked about the these the the movies in previous podcasts, but we got The Martian with Matt Damon, and we've got Mad Max Fury Road. So The Martian's not nominated for best comedy again. No, nope, no, they don't, no, they don't do comedy in the, in the Academy Awards. If I know. You'd, I, if you would watch it, jackass. <laughs> so we've got uh, an interesting history. I, I went through the Academy Award archives and uh, and looked at their past record of nominating. Comic book movies, science fiction movies, fantasy—the kind of things that we would watch. Out of the eighty-four years, they've got none. It's there's been a few. There's been a few. Okay. Um, in 1938, we had the Adventures of Robin Hood that was nominated for Best Picture. It didn't actually win. We've got The Wizard of Oz the following year, 1939. That also lost, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sensing a trend. Good enough. Just to be nominated, I think, in my opinion, is good enough. Yeah, for Mark. Well, and, and, and what's interesting... Play to win the game, man. In the 40s, there was uh, a bunch of Hitchcock movies that were nominated. Oh, uh, nice. There was a lot of thrillers, so they weren't really horror or... Rebecca you know, won. Rebecca did win. That was uh, 1940. 1945, Spellbound, uh, it lost, unfortunately. It's a Wonderful Life, which most people consider a Christmas movie, but if you think about it, it really is a fantasy um, that also lost. So as you I'm can see- I'm sensing a trend coming along There's here. definitely a pattern. Um, now this one, I wasn't sure around the world in 80 days. That's a Jules Verne story. So technically that is science fiction, correct? And that won adventure. in 1950. It's an adventure yeah, movie. Yeah, it's an adventure movie. But Jules Verne is typically considered a science fiction writer. writer. Probably one of the first really science fiction writers. Since they were dealing with balloons back then, and that was kind of... That was the cutting-edge technology <laughs> yes. in that day, yes. Okay, so now we've got a bit of a drought. So from 1956, when Around the World in the 80s won, it really wasn't until 1971 that we've got any even nominations for Best Picture. And in 1971, A Clockwork Orange was nominated. It lost. But I, what I found interesting was just a few years before that, same director, Stanley Kubrick, had 2001's Space Odyssey, which is considered not only one of the best science fiction movies of all times, but probably one of the best movies of all time. And that didn't even get nominated. I, I was shocked. I couldn't I really couldn't believe it. Sometimes it's the numbers game, you know, sometimes there's just better movies that year. I guess. I and I think to me a Clockwork Orange is a great, great science fiction movie. I mean it's a great movie, period. But compared to two thousand one I think two th I, I, history, I think, proves that 2001 is really the, the better movie. But anyway, starting in, in, in 1971 with that nomination, we really, it, it's been a continual uh, uh, love fest for more of the geekier movies. Now, they haven't always won, but in 1973, The Exorcist was nominated as Best Picture. 75, we had Jaws. 77 was Star Wars. What's that? Yeah, a little movie. Uh, Nick will tell you about it. Oh, because um, he's the, the biggest Star Wars. <laughs> as the world's biggest Star Wars fan. And Doctor Strange. And now let me and ask Godzilla you. And Godzilla and Ultraman. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure about in inclusion in this list, but uh, what, do you, what do you think of Heaven Can Wait? That is technically a fantasy film, correct? Yeah, the Warren Beatty buck. Uh, um, 
Yeah, which is a uh, which is a remake of the classic uh, movie yeah. from the forties, I believe. That was nominated and lost. Um, of Ra- course, it did. Uh, Star Ra- Wars lost too, right? Yes, correct. Of Raider, course, it did. Raiders of the Lost Ark was nominated in nineteen eighty one. Nominated and lost. Of course. E. T. eighty two. So that was quite the back to back year for Spielberg. E. T. No. lost. Ghost Chariots lost. Yep, Ghost lost in nineteen ninety. But the but following one for yes, supporting actress. she sure did, and which and everybody, which everybody, oh, claimed. that was like the second one since God. What's that? Gone movie? with the wind. Thank yeah. you, Hattie yeah. McDaniel. Thank you, Hattie McDaniel. And everyone one. said that was kind of a uh, third one. Uh, She's uh, a second female. That was kind of them addressing the whole color purple snub, you know. Yeah, because color purple got robbed the year yeah. before by what was that movie? Nineteen eighty-four. Secondhand lions. Oh, out of Africa. I'm sorry. Out of Africa swept the Oscars. About, okay. A movie nobody watches anymore. Um, Yeah. Okay, so in 1991, we have Silence of the Lambs, which won everything that year pretty much. Oh, well, that movie was too great to deny. And it it won Best Picture, so a rare horror win, even though that was probably more of a thriller, I would say. I would say psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's still a horror. I mean... you know, but that but that same year, Beauty and the Beast was also nominated. So that's pretty good. Two two geeky movies in one year, even though that's am- animated. But it's fantasy. It's fantasy. It's definitely fantasy. Now, nineteen ninety nine was another big year, even though uh, both of these movies lost. We had the Green Mile and the Sixth Sense both nominated that same year. So that and. I gotta say, Man, he was nominated that year too, wasn't he? But he lost. The Sixth Sense r- still holds up. I mean, that's that's, Sixth a, Sense that's is a great, great movie. We talked about the the sequel earlier, but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out in two thousand, and that so, was also nominated. Was right, and he was nominated. Yep, that was nominated. Now it lost too, didn't it? It, it lost. lost. It lost. It won a lot. Cr- Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon won Best Picture, Foreign Film. Foreign Film. Okay, so here we have uh, a three year run. 2001, 2002, 2003. Any guesses? Lord of the Rings, all three Correct. Were nominated. Fellowship the of the Ring, won. The Two Towers, Return of the King finally won in 2003. Um, and I think that was kind of like the. Yeah, like the, 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 the awarding <laughs> the, all three movies. The cumulative yeah. award there, yeah. Yeah. And now here's another one I questioned about putting on the list, but it definitely falls in the fantasy category. And that's the curious case of Benjamin Button, that was nominated and lost in two thousand eight. Um, two thousand nine was a great, great year. Avatar, District Nine, Inglorious Bastards, and Up all nominated. Unfortunately, all lost. Wait District Nine was so good. Inglorious Bastards was 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 a war movie though. That was a fantasy was movie. A fantasy Hitler movie. was killed at the end. <laughs> yes. In a movie okay, theater. I agree with you there, then. In a movie theater. 2010, we had Inception, Toy Story 3, both lost. 2012, Django Unchained, both, uh, that lost. Along with Life of Pi. Which sucked. <laughs> Visually stunning, but the movie sucked. 2013, Her, lost. Gravity, that, that lost. One right? best director. And then that takes us to 2014. Well, Martian and... No, Birdman. Oh, which one? So there you have it. That's the Academy Awards, the Geeky Academy Award rundown. That's why I say just just get nominated is the award itself. 
Yeah, in terms of that and being black. <laughs> All right, to wrap it up, uh, I just wanted to let everybody know we were drinking the apple pie, apple mead from Bee Nectar, which is in Hazel Park. It's a meadery. So it doesn't, I think it does beer, but primarily. We were meeting meat. it up today, guys. Yeah, it tastes a little corky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a inside joke there, Coach. Yes. So make sure you have a uh a, bob, a cork. A cork opener. A corkscrew. Or you'll be sitting here like us with a screwdriver and some car keys. Um and little fragments of cork in your throat. Yes. That's why Denver's over there having a hard time. Choking to death. Choking yes, to death over on corks. You. Um I liked it. It's really sweet. It's kind of tasted a little bit like wine. I think that's why it's corked. Very wine-like, yes. It's yeah. It was very. Uh, I, it was sweet. It's like they. It does taste like an apple pie wine. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Exactly apple what pie. <laughs> what year is this apple pie? Eighteen thirty-eight. Eighteen thirty-eight. No. Wapple pie. Wapple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go to Buy comic books. Without them, you can't hear us. Uh, go to commonsbringsci-fi.com, watch some episodes, tweet me on cbsf underscore the Q on Twitter, go to our Facebook page, go to YouTube, like us, subscribe to us, and for all you people out there that's talking shit about me, fuck you.